0: It's time to sit down and relax for the good, the bad, and the sequel Q&A with your host, Doug. Hey there, Doug here. This week's interview is with actress and model Crystal Allen. She is a star of next week's sequel that we are going to be reviewing, Anaconda 3 Offspring. I think this might be one of the first times first on the call sheet. And man, Crystal was really cool. We talked about her starting off as an as a model and traveling the world, and then she the acting bug bit her and she was in some hit shows right off the bat, like Sopranos and Ed and Sex in the City, Jag. She was even on Star Trek. And then we talked about Landing this role and her experience, you know, working with David Hasselhoff in Anaconda 3, filming in Romania, and then she got called as soon as she left uh, filming that one, they call her to come right back to film the fourth installment, Anaconda's Trail of Blood. She's done a lot of, uh, she's had a lot of guest starring roles, and most recently, for people that love Lifetime movies, she is in I Am a Serial Killer, where she plays the villain and without further ado here is crystal allen yeah that's perfect thanks so much for taking the time i appreciate it sure great so when was that comic-con was that last week or is that was that this week um
1: comic-con i think was wasn't it last weekend i think it it was all right cool all the craziness i didn't go this year i've been a couple times um but it's (laughs) not.
0: Oh, okay. No, I thought you were going to some kind of like conference.
1: I'm going to, uh, this, this next weekend coming up is the star Trek convention. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'll be going to that. Um, (laughs) which is fun. I go every couple years. Um, I was on star Trek. I did a couple episodes. Um, I did a film and then I did the enterprise. So I've got, you know, the green girl fan base, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's fun you'd be surprised at how fun it is is. They're such loyal fans
0: no i know no that and star wars are like the biggest uh oh biggest fan base by far
1: you're right and they're loyal and they're excited and they just love it like it's just it's such a phenomenon. i didn't even yeah. realize how big of a deal it was to just be on an episode of star trek i didn't know that i would be doing conventions 15 years later
0: well, that's a good <laughs> you know? thing, so when you did that, were you a fan beforehand or no?
1: no, i didn't even i mean, I remember being a little girl and it coming on television you know in the eighties or something, and it was it would just be like kind of interesting to watch a little bit of it but i wasn't I wasn't obsessed with it. I thought it was kind of cool, but I think I was too young to understand the meaning behind Star Trek, but now that I see uh, you know I have met everybody from all these different episodes and it's like a little family and you just learn that it's actually really good storylines, you know? Um, but I'm not still a fan. Like I'm not running out to go see discovery or the latest. Yeah. Films. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> it's yeah. okay. You can be honest. And it looks like in the picture, when you go through like your pictures on IMDb, the episode you were on, I don't know if it was on the, the movie of gods and men, or if it was on mm-hmm. Enterprise. But the guy you're across from is the guy from the friend from uh, Matthew Broderick when he steals the his buddy. Oh yeah,
1: Alan Rock. Yeah, Alan. Alan Rock. he was on uh, Ferris Bueller's Day yep. Off. He's on, you he working all the time. Yeah. He was. He played the captain of the ship.
0: Oh, uh, that's awesome. That was filmed
1: in New York. That was a fan film. Everybody was in that. Nichelle Nichols, Walter Keating, Tim Russ directed it. He was also in it. Um, Garrett
0: Wong. There was a bunch of people. And that was a from fan, Star Trek. That was a fan film. Like fans put together money and found actors to be in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's a fan film, and they were trying to, you know, p- get it picked up with CBS. But you know, their CBS they own the rights, of so they couldn't really, you know. It, but it, it got a lot of views. You know, it got. It was like a little web series, but it was like they got. They flew us over there. You know, they took care of us. It was fun. We got to hang out. Um, But it was really hot. <laughs> the set was just like no air conditioning. I felt so bad for the Klingon.
0: <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, my
1: gosh. I was like, oh, God. I had this, like, little outfit on. My... I, I didn't have to be green for that one. But Chase <laughs> well, that's Masterson good. had to be green. Not me. Thank gosh. Well, anyway. So
0: so where does your story begin? Where did you grow up?
1: Where did I grow up? Yeah. Um I... Gosh, so many places. I was born here, but I was raised in Canada. That oh,
0: you're raised in... Oh,
1: that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I I was raised in um, Alberta, Canada, in a small town called Camrose. But yeah, I've lived I, I, I lived there for about eight years and then I came to Arizona and then eventually New York City and was based there as I modeled all around the world and then eventually came over here to LA
0: um,
1: Los Angeles in two thousand four, I believe it was. Oh,
0: yeah. wow. So when did you start? How Acting. old were you when you started doing modeling?
1: Um, In my 20s, early 20s, you know, like really early 20s. I was a baby. I was a dancer first. So I was doing my dancing thing and then traveling with that around the world and then um, uh, like ballet and jazz. And I did a lot of stuff with that. And then I just realized that modeling paid a lot more money yeah. <laughs> and it was uh, more opportunities. So um yeah, I miss dance, but I I miss I miss it all. It it was just such a fun time in my life. I was like a gypsy.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're able to go wherever you wanted to traveling.
1: I've been to so many beautiful countries all over the world, you know, and it was just really fun. It's fun to do when you're young. I I suggest any girl that or any guy that can get into that industry. It's such a great way to see the world, you know, and and you're taken care of, and you get to work and make money and. You know, you don't have to backpack. You can, you know. It's fun. Yeah.
0: You no, know, traveling itself is something to do at a young age before you start a family or settle down. Just meeting totally. different people, different cultures, even just driving across the United States really is, is a really great it's thing. It's just so important. Yeah. So, so important. when did you, so throughout all that, like what got you into, you know, wanting to become an actress? You know, it's,
1: funny I remember being a little girl and always wanting to be a movie star and I, I would say things like that in school I remember telling my friends but then I don't know I always I think dancing was my thing I wanted to dance I just that was my little like you know escape it was to just be a little ballerina and twirl around and and then I got really serious about it I was 14 years of dance training so it wasn't just a side thing it was like a major thing and then Acting just sort of, I don't know, I guess, as I was modeling, I remember my agency like sending me on like little stuff, you know, like, for example, I would be uh, Wilhelmina Models and they would send me out on a casting for, um, you know, like Sopranos or Sex in the City. And then I got a taste of being on set. And then I started studying a little bit in New York at Strasbourg. And then I got when I really got serious about it when I moved over here. And then it was like, then it was like, okay, now we're with the big fish over yeah. here, you know. So, uh, yeah, then it was like I really had to buckle down and get like really serious about my my coaching and my classes and studying and booking and agents and yeah, it got and and it was fun. I mean, I, I definitely have had a good career. It's not over. I'm still waiting for a big, big, huge break. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's up and down. I don't know if anybody is listening out there, but you know, our lives, like even the big stars, they have years without acting, you know, years, maybe they're saying no to jobs, or maybe there's just no jobs coming in. It's just it's up and down. It's inconsistent. So we have to keep ourselves with our hobbies and um, have other stuff outside of acting. You know what I mean? No,
0: definitely. Like I've talked to, it's funny, I talked to a lot of people that are like, Based in Canada lately, so I interviewed this guy Jerry Watzer, Wasserman, who's been like over 200 things. This guy Matt Hill, but they're in Vancouver. But uh, yeah. no, they say the same thing. Like sometimes it can go like Matt Hill, who he was a he played a teenage mutant ninja turtle in like the third uh, live action movie. He was Raphael, and like in the suit, and then he does a lot of voice mm-hmm. acting for like he was on Ed Ed and Eddy on a uh, Cartoon Network for a bunch of years. But he was talking about mm-hmm. the same thing. There was like two years. He had a bunch of money that he he was smart, but he's like, I didn't have work for two years. And then and then all at once he had like four voice acting gigs. So know that's what it's all about. Keeping yourself busy, keeping your mind. So when that time does come, you know, yes. you're just ready to to pounce on it. So in your career, when was the first time you were on a show or like a movie that you're like, wow, I'm 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 an actress?
1: Um, <laughs> um I think it was like it might've been either Sopranos or Ed, cause those were my first two jobs or made in Manhattan. Those are my first three jobs and they all happened in New York city. And that was at the time where, you know, I was just studying it. It was just something that I fell into. And that's when I was like, I, you know what? I could do this. Like I, you know, like I just felt to myself, like I'm, I had a couple people tell me like, you know, you, you're natural. You should, you should really drop modeling and and do acting because it's, it's got longevity, you know, Um, whereas modeling is a very short lived career. So um, I wish I would have done it sooner, honestly, (laughs) but you know, I don't regret anything. I got to see the world, but yeah, I guess that was the point. Maybe when I was on Ed or Sopranos, I really was like, okay, now I'm on like one of the biggest shows. Like this is, like, this This might be something here.
0: <laughs> yeah, two really big shows.
1: James Gandolfini, like, hello. I'm yeah. like, all right, this is good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that show had obviously a wider audience, but it's just on networks like HBO, they can, like, push shows more. But, like, when you're on a network, like Ed was, that show didn't get, like, a run that it should have. It was on for four seasons. Right. But Tom Cavanaugh, you know, a young Julie Bow- Bowen. That was a really oh, good show. Oh, she was show. great. Yeah
1: was yeah and that's how she i mean that girl hasn't stopped working since she was on that show
0: yeah and even before that like the first time i saw her and probably the first time a lot of people saw her she was in happy gilmore and then after that oh really yeah and then she's yeah she was like the i guess the love interest of uh adam sandler in that movie but uh yeah so then she's in this and then now she's on she probably i don't even know what I, i guarantee they probably make like the most in history on modern family because that shows unreal oh my god yeah that's,
1: that's the whole thing i just look giggle just thinking about the show it's so silly and I know. she's really funny yeah she's great in Her and, and she's Phil a really dumpy. nice nice girl oh yeah,
0: yeah? that's she great was,
1: she was super nice to me you know because if you kind of look at us we have a similar look <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh, you know how sometimes women are different on the set or whatever but i came in she just like gave me a great big hug and she's asked me all about me. And I mean, that never happens. (laughs) She was amazing. I mean, she was, she was so funny and so full of energy, tiny little thing, but so full of energy, just like smiling and giddy. And yeah, she's awesome.
0: So you don't have to, to, so you don't have to mention names or anything, but I'm sure there's the opposite experience. Have you had that at all? Like on set? Like, yes. Very cold. Yeah
1: mean <laughs> horrible horrible Just where the where you almost wanted to cry
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> really bad really bad i don't want to name names
0: <laughs> yeah, i don't want you to either so yeah. so then like around right after that then you're on like a bunch of other pretty good shows like modern Men, jag uh desperate housewives and then right after star trek then there's anaconda 3 how did that come about like the Do you remember the audition process?
1: Well, let's see. Let me think back to when that was. Okay, so I think I was up in Canada shooting a series, actually. So I booked a series regular right before I booked Anaconda 3 and 4. Um,
0: So that was was those Canadians or no? Is that a different one?
1: No, no. It was a different one. It it never got picked up. It was called Sabbatical. Oh, okay. It's a Canadian series. And I was up in like... I think it was uh, Saskatchewan.
0: <laughs> okay. Um,
1: I was shooting there, which was fine because it was, it was great because it was right next door to Alberta, which I could go visit my family for that summer. So we shot that and then it never, it just never got picked up by CTV, which is um, a Canadian network. Yeah. Um, we shot the pilot and then it just, it never got picked up. I think it was too dark. It was a really good series though. I liked it. So then it. Yeah. So that didn't get picked up. So I was kind of like, but I was, I felt like I was on a roll and then I came back down and I remember being on the plane, studying my lines for Anna, the Anaconda one. And as I was flying home, I got the audition and I was, I remember being on the plane studying for it. And um, yeah, I just, I literally went in and was booked right off of my tape Went into the audition and they booked me off of the tape for two sequels that was uh, shot in Romania,
0: both the movies are shot like right around, like, like a week later. It, it was like oh, a
1: week wow. later. I had to fly for like two months to Romania. It was nuts. It was so fast.
0: So how was that like being? Because in the all the other roles that you had, you were you know like a guest star, but in this, you're like
1: well, basically, I was the lead. I was I carried both films. I mean, I was the the heart of the movie. I mean, if you see it, yeah. it's like oh no, definitely yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I have a funny story, but I don't know if I should. <laughs> um, actually, I had a great time in Romania. I had a ball. I laughed so hard. I, it was so much fun. It, it was my first. I had had a lead before in, the, in a film. It was called the uh, Falling in Love with the Girl Next Door. Oh, okay. And I had done a bunch of short, like heavy, heavy stuff. So I was prepared for the role physically and mentally, I think I was, I was prepared to carry a film. That wasn't the problem. Um, I just, I, uh, I just, because of my dance experience and I did all my own stunts. So it was really fun. Like, honestly, like when somebody asked me, like, what was your favorite role or favorite character to play? When I look back, when I lived in Romania and I did those two sequels, honestly, I have to say that was the most fun I've ever had. I mean, I mean, just fighting, chasing snakes, even though I never saw yeah. one
0: snake the entire movie. Mind <laughs> you, because it's all CGI. I know. How is that? Like, do they say, like, it's going to be in this particular dir- direction, like before? Uh,
1: yeah, exactly. The scene? They, they basically take an X and they put it on the camera lens and they're like, okay, <laughs> there's the snake. Action. I'm like, can you just, can I have like 30 seconds to start hyperventilating? Because I need that third. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever you need, Crystal. (laughs) I was just like, okay, thanks. And that's the way it is now. Like if you're working in a green screen, it's a huge studio and you're looking at an X. So basically you're looking at nothing. Um, You're not usually looking at your co-star because you're working on different days. It's all just, or you're looking at an animal or some, you know, I'm sure a lot of actors can understand this. It, you have to use your imagination. You have to be trained. You have to use something within yourself that you can find that's gonna give you that much fear and give you that that look that is convincing yeah. as an actor. I mean, it's not easy.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. Yeah. No, to put Thanks. yourself in a situation that you're not really in, you have to kind of channel something and have some type of imagination. I interviewed uh William Sadler who, who's in a bunch of movies. He was in, uh, he was death and bogus journey. He was in Shawshank and the mist. So I talked wow. to him and he told a story in the beginning. He go like right in the beginning of our conversation. Cause he grew up on a farm in upstate New York. And then he was on Broadway and then he was in, you know, a bunch of movies like die hard Two And a uh, heart to kill with a uh, Seagal. But his story oh, wow. was, he goes, I'm eight years old. I'm running around with my buddy. We're, we're shooting our, using our BB guns. Pretend we're shooting at, Think he said i think he said nazis because it was or, or russians and he's like eating our baloney sandwiches and he goes it's so funny when i finally made it in hollywood i like laughed thinking like wow like that's what it is because he was like talking yeah. about some of the movies he's essentially he talked a lot he was only in a few movies with cgi so like the mist like he mm-hmm. never really obviously sees the creature that's ripping up this gas station right but so like when i was watching uh anaconda three and four like you're watching these scenes and you're like it's so hard for like you don't know what they're going to do and especially even the directors because they hand that off to somebody to work on and you don't know exactly how they're going to finish the film like i know they can obviously work on it afterwards but no it's it's got to be so difficult to do like it's like you said in 30 seconds like hey this is where you have to look and here's the emotion you're gonna have to have
1: yeah, and I have to say it was a little intimidating to all—all all of a sudden just work on a couple things and then being thrown into being a lead in two movies that had already been uh, like a name yeah. to carry. You know, like John Voight was, and 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 Jennifer Lopez, and then the next one I think it was a bunch of other actors that were pretty up there. So it was a little intimidating, and that I have to say, like that was my biggest fear: is like, what if I get fired in the middle of it? <laughs> You know, like, what if she, I'm not convincing enough as the heroine of, to fight for these snakes? You know, this and um, and so that it definitely came. Yes, of course, we all have that um fear. I mean, right now, I I, I like to be challenged. I don't want a role that I could just do in my sleep. Yeah. I want to be challenged. It's like, bring it on! Bring on <laughs> some more challenging roles. So, yeah, I, I I like. I'm up for a challenge.
0: Crystal's Sorry. ready. So how how I'm was How how was Romania? Like the country itself?
1: Um it was it was really cool. I I have to say like it has a, the best part about it, it has a great nightlife. Oh cool. Um yeah, like the most ama- like I don't know if your listeners know this but like the, there's these clubs that you go to at night and it's like it, it was just crazy like cuz I've been all around the world Ibiza and you know like when I was modeling, I was very um, interested in going out dancing and having yeah. fun and everything. And Romania is like a huge nightlife. They've had these clubs and I would go to, I would walk in. I'm like, oh my God. And they had these dancers in the show. And like, I was like, what is going on here? Like beautiful <laughs> people everywhere. I'm like, this is so cool. Like Romania, shopping, not so much. No, the shopping was weak. Um, The food was not good. Everything was overcooked. I I I eat meat, so everything was overdone, like well done. They did have good cabbage rolls, and I grew up with (laughs) cabbage (laughs) rolls. That's good. Yeah, my mom used to make them. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was it was just fun. It was just you know when you're immersed in another country and you're shooting a film, you kind of become a little family, and you know you hang out with the other co-stars and you go floor the city, it has so much culture. I, they put us up at the Hilton, and the best part about that was I would come home sometimes wrapping up and take a shower from all the mud I was covered in. Yeah. And then I would sit up like where they had this little like area where you'd have a drink or, you know, a little happy hour thing. And there would be like Shakespeare just down in the courtyard playing for like for the audience. And then the right. next night there'd be like that like Swan Lake would be like, I'm like, what? This is I mean, there's so um, cultured as far as like, uh, the, they love plays, like the tr- like really, really, really good plays, traditional plays. Shakespeare, it's a very traditional country. And I would just say that that was my most favorite part about it was the culture. That's great.
0: Was there any of the co-stars that you worked with that you're like, oh my God, I'm working with so-and-so? Because there are some big names in these movies.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, my agent's like guess who you're gonna be working with in anaconda tree david hustlehop and i kind of giggled and i was like oh my god that's hilarious like i've never met him it'll be fun you know like and he was hysterical i mean i think he's a great guy i don't know what well, if you don't know him like you have to know him to just he is so funny like he'll yeah. say stuff like i'm like he's so like witty and like he doesn't take any shit from anyone he makes fun of himself but he does it in a way that's like really i don't know he's just he's so fun i laughed i laughed my ass off on that movie i mean thank god he was there because if he wasn't there i would have been so bored
0: (laughs) (laughs) no he seems like a guy that gets it you know in in a lot of movies that he did after because you know he was in two amazing hit shows and then afterwards he got it like you know he, he's still super famous, but he was in a lot of things that it was like kind of poking at himself, but th- those are the best people that can like poke fun at themselves. Yeah. So, you know, take, take it away. He
1: can, he's a good sport and he was going through the toughest time in his. he was just coming out of a divorce. It was very public, that whole hamburger thing. Oh,
0: yeah. like,
1: you know, he was, he was getting shunned. And I remember the paparazzi were like chasing us one night when we all went out for dinner and they were trying to take pictures and it was all over the news the next day. And, And it was just, it was just a lot, you know, and I think David was really going through a tough time. And um, I think going to Romania and shooting that movie was like a little escape for him, you know? And um, I think that, I I think that he's doing really much better now. I mean, you know, I think he's, he loves theater. (laughs) (laughs) He was, um, he's, he, he loves sing and dance and, be theatrical. He's very like over the top, you know? Um, Which was great for Anaconda, you know? Yeah.
0: (laughs) And then the fourth one, how was it working with Lyndon Ashby?
1: Oh my God. Hilarious that you mentioned his name. I just ran into him um, on a set. No way. He was shooting a movie and I was doing a reshoot. Yeah. He was, he was great. Uh, Lyndon? Oh yeah. We, we had a great time. We, we went out for drinks all the time. And, you know, like you say, you become family, you have dinners together and you hang out. Um, Lyndon was great and he, yeah, I ran into him on the set in LA just like in December, I think, or no, January or February. I think it was February. I was doing a reshoot of, am I a serial killer? That's <laughs> a lifetime movie of the week. I played the serial killer. Yes.
0: You play a serial killer. Um, how did you get prepared for that role?
1: I, well, I had already done one for them. Oh, really? Um, okay. It's actually very, uh, playing a serial killer is actually really fun and, and not as hard as you would think. If you think about it, look at all the serial killer movies. Look how much fun they're having. They're playful, they're manipulative, they're funny. So you, you know, you can do anything you want. You can really like you can just <laughs> And nobody
0: suspects go crazy. you for the most part.
1: Right, nobody suspects you until <laughs> the very end. So Yes. You play just you can play a lot of color. I love playing roles like that. That's what when I got that role I was like, I got this. Like I literally was not intimidated by it all. I'm like, I got this. This is, this is exactly what I can do. Like I'm ready, you know, I'm ready. And I, yeah. So yeah, I ran into him on the set and he's directing. Lyndon is directing and he's that. starring in this lifetime movie of the week that he was doing at that point that we were both re- overlapping a shoot. Cause we, you know, it was at one big studio and we just saw each other at lunch or something. It was cool. I'm like, oh my God, Lyndon, he's like, we just started reminiscing about the set and how much we laughed because everything was so funny. That's awesome. It it's crazy. funny, like,
0: like as a kid, like when you watch a lot of, I'm sure there's movies you have nostalgia with, but I know him as Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat. And then like years later, I saw him on, what was that? Teen Wolf. And I'm like, I think I know Oh, yeah. Guy. yeah
1: he did like, a good that guy looks so familiar that
0: I just go on IMDb and I'm like, Oh my god, it's Johnny Cage! I'm like, that's so cool.
1: (laughs) What about um, what? Who else was in the Anacondas that stayed in it? Oh yeah, John Rhys Davies.
0: Yeah, which is another guy that's just like in everything. Like he's in it's
1: oh he's timeless. He really, yeah. He's just got that charming kind of villainy. Um, yeah, he works all the time. I mean, I remember he was there. And he was in both sequels and his wife and the baby came. So he was like, he had already had children, I think. And then he got married again to a younger woman. And then from New Zealand that he met while he was filming those sequels. What are they? Um, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And yeah. So his wife came and she came with the baby. I mean, the child must've been, you know, maybe one and a half at that (laughs) point. I'm sure he's in college now. No, I don't, I don't know. No, I don't know. But um, yeah, so he's he's actually a very interesting actor to walk watch. Like you want to see really good acting, man. It's, oh, he's, really? He's the real deal. He's the real deal. Yeah.
0: Like well, super into character, or
1: um. Well, you know when they're trained in London, you know and Shakespearean trained, or they've trained in London you know, they're all coming over here and stealing our jobs. Like they're, they're the best actors. I mean, they yeah. really are. So, you know, I love working with um, English actors because I learned so much from them because I think they're just so well-trained, you know, they're theater trained so they can play like some serious roles. So,
0: and it's great. No yeah, matter I'm, who I'm, you work I'm, with, you could always like pick their brain and like learn things here and there. And people learn things from you.
1: Oh yeah. He told me, he's like, Hey, I was, we were talking about acting one day and I was picking his brain a little bit and he's like, well, you know, I said, I worked on my coach for this scene. He's like, he looked at me. He's like, what are you working with a coach for, darling? You don't need a coach. You've got this. Like, he just kind of was like, you've got to own it. And he just like, just really like believed, like he saw my work and he's like telling me, and I was young, I was still learning, you know, I wasn't as trained as I am now. And he really gave me a lot of advice and it was like, believe in yourself, own it. I've seen you on set, you've got this and that's all you need. You don't need a coach. Don't waste your money, you know? And it was just like really cool of that's him to great. say that, even though I did work with coaches after that for certain <laughs> roles, but you know, just to be safe. yeah. <laughs> <I'm not> gonna... <laughs> come on now. So, sometimes you need a coach, especially if it's like a, a character, you, you have a certain dialect or accent. I mean, come on. You need How, a coach. how
0: do you work all with that? Do. How do you do that if you're if you're getting a role as like okay, Crystal? Next week you have an audition. You're a, you're a mom from Boston.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I would just sort of listen to um, a movie. Oh, that's off cool. The top of my head, i time to think about it, but or I would listen to a, maybe I'd call up a friend that's from Boston, listen to him. If it, something more advanced would be like, oh, can you do like? Um, a Norwegian accent. Like, okay. Well, you know, that's, well, I would have to call up some of my friends and just speak to them over the phone and see if I can pick up their dialect. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, or, or I would watch somebody that's on YouTube or whatever. And that's how I usually pick it up. I have a really good ear for accents. Oh, that's great. Um, more than I do. So hiring a dialect coach, I can actually just kind of pick it up by listening it by my, just my own ear, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, no, I, I try to do accents and I joke around with my wife and then somehow they always sound like uh like I'm doing like a bad a accent. No matter what, no matter what it could be Irish, Scottish, or anything. And it was Australian. Australian, I sound like a poo from uh, Simpsons and she laughs at me. I'm like, wait, you couldn't get what that is, but uh hey, at least I try. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's fun, but, like, it's, it doesn't come naturally to me. I mean, I I, I do this character for fun, and she's Euro- Eastern European, and that came naturally to me because I'm, it's based on a person I know. So if I can just picture the person talking, the friend that I know, I can imitate them, and then that's the accent, maybe. Oh, but, wow. like, to all of a sudden do an accent where I'm not, like, you know, I have to kind of... It's it's not easy. I'm telling you, some people can you know pick it up, but it, it does require some time. Like it, double the time to study for an audition for sure. Maybe triple yeah. if there's an accent involved for sure, because you have to research it. You have to get it smooth on the tongue. It's got to come out naturally. You've got to study it. You've got to listen. yeah, the whole
0: thing. So when does this? I am yeah. a serial. Am I a serial killer? Come out.
1: It just came out. It did. <laughs> yeah, literally oh, yeah, like a month ago, I think. I think you can still find it on, um, you can find it on YouTube. <laughs> um, it's on there and the, it's on the lifetime channel a lot. Um, I don't know when it's on again, but they've been airing it quite a few times the last couple months. Um, am I a serial killer? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you mentioned <laughs> before I had a click on it, the falling in love with the girl next door.
1: Yeah. That was my very first movie. Um Yeah. yeah.
0: Talk about a great cast. I love Ken Marino. I think he's hilarious. Oh,
1: he's funny, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was, gosh, that was so long ago. There's a bunch of, like, heavy... He's really Patrick, Patrick Duffy, Shelley Long,
1: Jim O'Hare, before I mean, he
0: was on Parks and Rec, and then he became a... I know. Yeah, Jerry or Gary or whatever they want to call him for that season.
1: <laughs> oh, really? So he's on, oh my gosh, everybody on that show would. Was- well, Patty Duke passed.
0: What,
1: yeah, just a couple years ago, she was a riot. She was so much fun.
0: Oh yeah. Um.
1: Uh, Patrick was hilarious. He was my favorite. Oh, they were your parents. We, um. Yeah. Yeah. He played my. They played my parents. Yeah. So we had. You know, we joked on. We were in Catalina Island for two months, or not two weeks. So we were always getting together for dinners and hanging out on the set, and yeah. So we had. It was it was lovely. It was really fun. I have to say that was a great great time. I had so many great times. I love to be on set. No,
0: that's awesome. So you mentioned before yeah. about like the your career's obviously not close to being over and you just want to have a big role. What would it be like is there a particular genre or like something that's in your wheelhouse that you know if you saw the audition for like a big movie like oh this is this is me?
1: Um Oh, gosh. I mean, I just have, like, an idea in my head that I want to write. Oh, that okay. I, if it comes at me, if it comes at me and in, a, in a role, it would be basically my life. Like, a, you know, a model turned actress. Well, I'm not going to tell you my idea. I don't want anyone to steal yeah, it. Right. We on the see air. But <laughs> it's yeah. just about my life. It would be kind of like, it would be a comedy. It would be hilarious because my life is hilarious. If I were to tell you what happens to me every day, it's, it, uh, i tell my friends, I'm like, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? And I get on the phone with them and I tell them a story and they're like, you can't write this shit. Excuse me if I, I swear. <laughs> no, and I'm don't. like, yes, I can, I can write it. I can write it. I'm gonna write it. So um, I'm in the midst of sort of getting, to, I'm trying to find a, a person to write with cause I, I don't write, yeah. never written anything. But I know I could write it if I had some somebody to help me, you know, like a co-writer or a ghostwriter, um, because I have these crazy, crazy ideas and a great story. So, for you to ask me if what would be my favorite role, I mean,
0: because it seems like you could do it all. Like all when you look up and down your IMDb, like you've done like thriller, like with the serial killer, the comedies, uh, the action movie. So it seems like you pretty yeah. much could do it all.
1: I, that's what I mean. It's like, I don't know. It's hard for me to choose because yeah. I've done so many different flavors, you know, and I have to say playing the villain is my favorite. Yeah. And that's what I've been playing lately. Yeah. The last like four or five roles I've played the villain. So because that, has, that gives you the most freedom as an actor. Playing a villain gives you the most freedom. Really? I mean, obviously, if you're a, a lead in a series that's a comedy, yes, you have a lot of freedom there, too. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if, you know, um, that would be – yeah, that would be my dream is to be, you know, uh, if it's a, a series regular on a hot show and you'd be the lead and it would be a comedy, That's that would be, like, my favorite thing it, right now in my life. <laughs> yeah.
0: And now, go, going back, I meant to ask this before, but we went off on a tangent, which was great. So when you went back and watched – like. With Anaconda, was there like a premiere, or did you guys all get together or go to a screening for it?
1: Oh my gosh! I just remembered I had um, I had a little screening at my house. Oh really? That's I cute. had cause I I have a lot of dinner parties and I um, was hosting. I I just I, yeah I cooked I cooked a meal I don't know what it was maybe it was lasagna or something, but and David came Hasselhoff he came no way. all my friends came yeah it was really cute there was like 12 of us and we all gathered around the TV and watched it together and laughed. And it was really fun. Yeah. I just remembered that
0: it'd be great if he was the last one to show up and you're just telling your friends and you're like, no, David Hassel, he's really coming over. And then they're like, okay, sure. Crystal and then bing bong. And he walks in.
1: That's kind of what, that's kind of what happened. Like no I way. didn't tell them he was coming <laughs> because I invited him and then he kind of said, well, I'm not, and I thought, no, he's, you know, he's a busy guy. Yeah. He's a busy guy. He's going through a lot. Like I didn't, I didn't even think he was in town. And all of a sudden, he shows up at my doorstep as the movie starts. And everyone was like, "Stop it!" <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of was like that. I did. I didn't tell anybody he was coming because I invited him and he couldn't make it. So I didn't tell people. Oh yeah, David's on his way. Yeah. So he, he he surprised me. He's done that a couple times. I I invited him to a birthday shortly after that, and he showed up mean, he told me he wasn't. He likes to surprise. That's good. I don't. I think it's because you know, during that time there was so much going on in the press, and I'm sure it just takes that one person to you know say a rumor or something, and then they call TMZ. You know how it works. You know, somebody gets paid something, and you know he just didn't want to chance it. He just was private.
0: No, that's the way you have to. I don't Especially know. that was that was what. 10, 11 years ago. Just think about it now. As well. How much worse it is. <laughs> I know. You're right. TMZ is obviously still a thing, but it could be you know some guy on Twitter in Montana that just writes something and then somebody believes it and gets retweeted and then it just turns into – it's scary. It is a little scary. I
1: can't, I can't even – yeah, I don't really tweet. I Instagram. I don't know why. I just can't. The tweeting thing – it's just, it's just. You're right. It's scary. It's you're opening up to, into dark worlds <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to gossip, and to, I don't like to, I don't want. I don't want to gossip. It's not nice. I don't no. want to. It's just not my style.
0: It's just, no, only, only as the villain. Only as the villain on set. You can when you're the cameras on. Then <laughs> you yeah, when that.
1: you're playing a role. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm not on the Beverly Hills Housewives, but um. <laughs> <laughs> They have a lot of fun on that show. I have to say, I have to watch watch it. It is pretty funny. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. Along with many other shows, I try try not to. I I save myself like an hour a night so that I don't, you know, I I, I make, you know, I I save it. I'm not like, well, of of course, everybody binge watches something once in a while, but it takes up too much time. There's so many good shows out there, isn't there?
0: There's, Crazy. You know, there's a lot No, I know. Well, <laughs> this has been awesome.
1: Yeah. It's been great.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks so much for taking the time and yeah. Good luck on that. Should be a fun convention.
1: Yeah. Let me know when this airs, I can promote it. Maybe I can tweet it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I wish you the best fingers crossed. I'm going to check out. Am I a serial killer to see that villain <laughs> inside of you? <laughs> yeah.
1: And maybe watch out for the
0: sequel. I Uh, am a serial killer. All right. (laughs) Well, thanks so much, Crystal. Have a great night. Okay, have a great night. Thanks
1: for having me.
0: Bye. Wasn't Crystal awesome? So here's her Instagram handle because she doesn't use Twitter. It's Crystal Allen Thirteen. So your job now: make sure you write this down. This is your homework. Watch Anaconda Three Offspring. It's got her. It's got Hasselhoff. And that's it. That's all you need. It's a fun movie. Me and Jamie recorded this one in our studio, well, makeshift, makeshift studio for now. But uh, this is a cool one to do in person. So check it out. Don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast. Follow us on all social media at Sequels Only. Good night.